Welcome to Calm the Hell Down, a podcast that explores unique ways that we can cultivate a sense of calm in our lives. Who am I? I'm Laura Maurer, business coach for startups building to six figures and marketing consultant for companies creating innovative strategies and campaigns. As a coach and consultant living and working in New York City, staying calm can be a bit of a challenge, but I truly believe that I can't be at my best in my work or any other area of my life without prioritizing my sense of calm. So in season two of the podcast, we'll explore what it looks like to build and run a thriving business while staying calm and grounded, even with all the stress that can come along with entrepreneurship. I'll share the strategies I use to support my clients every day, and I'll speak with experts and entrepreneurs who share invaluable tips on staying cool, calm, and collected as you build a business and a life that you love. Let's get started. My guest today is a breathwork facilitator and pediatric sleep coach who has a passion for helping moms find their well-being while navigating motherhood. With a holistic and personalized approach, she's committed to empowering her clients to take control of their health and well-being. She works with each individual to create a tailored sleep and breathwork plan that meets their unique needs and goals. By promoting sustainable habits and long-term health, she helps her clients achieve lasting improvements in their sleep, mental health, and overall well-being. Please welcome Lucia Oliveira. Hi. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Of course. I am excited to chat because I think breathwork is something that is oftentimes really overlooked when it comes to staying calm, our mental health, all of the above. So I'm really excited to dive in. And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your background and how you got into the work you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again for having me. So breathwork kind of fell into my lap. I think both things, right? The sleep coaching component, as well as becoming a breathwork facilitator kind of just happened. It was not planned. It was something that I thought wasn't going to be in the cards for me. I would say I was in a completely different industry about three years ago. I owned a fitness studio boutique in New Jersey. And with COVID, things went downhill. Unfortunately, I had to close my studio. And at the same time, I became a first-time mom as well. His name is Gabriel. He's now three. And becoming a first-time mom and navigating through having a newborn and trying to multitask, seeing your business slowly decline, it kind of allowed me to make a transition in my life in the sense where my son became my inspiration for becoming a sleep coach. He was not sleeping well. He was waking up every two to three hours at night. Naps were non-existent. I had no idea what I was doing. And no matter how much you read beforehand, nothing really prepares you for postpartum. And so it came to a point where I was so sleep deprived. I experienced postpartum depression and anxiety through my postpartum journey. And it came to a point in my life where I was not thriving as a mom. My son wasn't thriving at all. Like my whole family was not in a good place. And I had to make a change because otherwise things were going to get worse. And so I did a lot of digging in how to get my son sleeping better. And at the time, I didn't know sleep coaches existed because let me tell you, if I did, I would have hired one immediately because it is life-changing when you get your whole family sleeping better. So after doing a lot of research and a lot of troubleshooting with my son, like, let's try this, let's try that. I finally figured out a way of getting him sleeping better. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a stressful time for moms. 
that I want to be able to support them. Like I'm a huge advocate for helping moms through motherhood. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a certified sleep coach. So I did that and I loved supporting moms, but I felt there was something missing. And also with the closing of my studio, that was probably one of the most challenging times of my life, if I am being super honest. It was something that I had dedicated a lot of time and tied a lot of self-worth, to be honest with you, with my studio. And so I felt something missing. I felt like I needed something like a spiritual reawakening. I don't know what I needed. So I did a three-month immersive soul-searching program. And part of the curriculum was breathwork. And let me tell you, Laura, I did that first session and I was floored. It completely transformed my life. I was like, what is this? I really want to do this. I want to share this with the world. I want to share this beautiful healing modality with moms, with anyone, but in general with moms personally, because it can have such a huge impact in your life. And so of course I was like, okay, what do I need to do to become a breathwork facilitator? And so I enrolled in the pause breathwork facilitator program, which is a six month program, pretty intense six months where there was a lot of tears involved and I became a breathwork facilitator. So one door kind of opened another. It was not expected. If you were to tell me like, hey, this is what you're going to be doing. I would be like, what are you insane? That's so not going to happen. And yeah, it's interesting how the universe kind of unfolds in a way that you never expected. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. You know, I think for so long, postpartum stress and depression was considered really shameful and wasn't talked about. And so I think it's great that people are sharing more openly and supporting each other through that. And then to be going through that while closing a business, I can't imagine how hard that was. I've also had a business that I've had to close and like you mentioned, my self-worth became very tied to it. And I felt like, but this is kind of who I am. So closing it felt like failure on a lot of levels. So I totally get where you're coming from on that front. But you were very kind to do a breathwork session with me. And it was really eye-opening. It was like very powerful. And I think it's interesting how something that is so simple that we are all doing every day can be so impactful. Can you talk a little bit about what happens in our bodies and why it has this effect? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Yeah. So breathwork, I mean, it's our life source. Without it, we don't live. But yet sometimes we either hold our breath or we're breathing really fast or breathing really slow. And our breath, like I said, is our life source. It's our superpower. And when you bring in breathwork, just like with meditation or Reiki or any other healing modality, because breathwork is an extension of that, it helps us really tap into the awareness of what's happening in our body. As humans, and especially in the society that we live in, it's all about go, go, go. Don't feel, don't feel like you shouldn't be feeling this. And it's just the opposite. We have to slow down and we have to feel because when we allow ourselves to feel, we're going to be able to feel better. And that's the way that breath work allows us to bring that mindfulness practice where you are either bringing awareness to how your breath is breathing and what it's tapping into your body, 
But when you add a conscious breathing pattern, right, when you're actually inviting in not the way that your body wants to breathe, but how you're controlling it, there's a lot of things that come up through sensations, emotions, something that happens in your body from your nervous system, right? Your nervous system sometimes gets out of whack, right? It gets not regulated. And with breath work, when you are breathing in, taking those deep breaths in, allowing yourself to exhale, feel those sensations that's happening in your body, that is really transformational where, and I'll talk about benefits in a little bit, but it allows us to regulate. And just when I, I'm sure you've experienced this, when you're in a tough situation or you're really getting stressed out or anxious about something, what do we do most of the times? So we're like, <sighs> like, right? We kind of like take a deep breath because mm-hmm. it helps regulate ourselves. Our nervous system's kind of like, okay, let's slow down a little bit. There's more oxygen that gets invited into our body. Our lung capacity gets expanded in a very positive way. Bring functionality, right? Where you're actually allowing yourselves to process what's happening. So there is a lot of physical changes that are happening in your body, but also emotions can come up as well. So it is a healing modality that allows us to tap into what's present in our heart, in our whole body, in our whole being. It helps us regulate our nervous system. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, very much so. You mentioned that a lot of times we are holding our breath without really noticing. Have you heard of the term email apnea? No, I have not. So I think they have done studies where when people are throughout the day, like checking their email, they tend to hold their breath. I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. And so instead of breathing in and out calmly, we are a lot of times taking in a breath and holding it and getting through our emails. And I thought that was interesting because when someone mentioned it to me, I was like, I think I do that. Yeah. Now that you name it, I probably do that as well, especially if you're waiting for an email that you're like, when is that email? And you see that email come through in your inbox and it's like you kind of hold your breath because there's something important, right? Like, so I could totally see that. And I also feel like that always happens when I'm checking something on my phone and it won't open or I'm like on the subway and I see it come in and I'm like, it's just like spinning and won't open. I love that term. I might have to use that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Look it up. I think it's a real thing. I don't think I just made that up. I love it. You are a business owner. You know, you've had fitness studio, you now have your breathwork practice or your breathwork coaching, I guess, that you offer. I would love for you to share a little bit about how breathwork has supported you as an entrepreneur and how being a business owner is stressful, how people can incorporate it into their routine in a way that feels doable and approachable. And then just talk about what that's going to do, how that's going to benefit them as they're trying to build a business. Yeah. So breathwork has really helped me with this type of business since most of my work is done online, either through my sleep coaching practice that I help moms with young kids or my breathwork is all done virtually. So when I've experienced both businesses from a brick and motor business to an online business, they're very different. Even though you're running a business, it's very, very different. And so with breath work, especially when you are new to a business or even if you're a seasoned entrepreneur, breath work really allows us, like I said, when you're feeling anxious and stressed about any challenges that might come up 
in your work, right? If you have a group of people that work underneath you, right? There's going to be challenges managing your team from clients, right? If your clients are feeling edgy, you're going to feel that too, right? So breath work really allows us to regulate our nervous system. So if you are experiencing stress, anxiety, or even feeling overwhelmed with work, breath work will really help you regulate your nervous system. It also helps with creativity. There's been so many times where I feel a little bit lost where it's like, what am I going to do next? Like, what am I going to offer? How can I support moms? And breathwork allows us to bring in a little bit of clarity, but also kind of, like I said, it helps our brain function. So it allows us because when you're in a very busy and noisy environment, right? Like if you're pulled in so many different directions, we're not able to be present with ourselves. We're kind of sometimes very robotic. There's been so many times that I do things and I'm like, wait, did I just do that? And so when we're in that moment, it kind of blocks our creativity. It blocks us from bringing in clarity that we're seeking because there's so much noise. We're not able to quiet our minds. And so with breath work, since it is a mindfulness practice, it allows us to come back to the present moment and really feel. And when we allow ourselves to be in that state, it opens up so many different opportunities. There's been times where someone has facilitated a breath work session on me and I go in with so much chaos in my head and there's a moment of peace. There's a moment of serenity and a moment of surrender too. And so when that happens, it allows so many possibilities and opportunities to come in. It just helps you organize your thoughts to allow other things to come in. And so that's why breath work is something that can really shift your mood and your energy almost immediately. It's like instant gratification. I've done meditation and meditation is part of my lifestyle as well. But the profound work that breathwork has had on myself and the clients that I've support is really transformational. And so with business, when you are trying to grow your business or you're trying to lead your team or come up with the next awesome thing for your business and offering, breathwork allows that creativity to come in and also regulate our nervous system so that we're not feeling anxious. And when we work and respond from a reactive state, right? If we're feeling super edgy and we just act really impulsively, the end result is not going to be as great as if you took a moment to pause and really digest what's happening and allow ourselves to feel and then react from a different place. The outcome is going to be very different. Yeah, a hundred percent. Sometimes I will have something that I need to write or something I need to finish and I just cannot come up with it. And I have like a hundred tabs open and I'm just clicking back and forth. And in those moments, I know that I need to take a break and step back because I'm not going to finish anything in that headspace. And if I do, it's not going to be good, certainly. So yeah, taking time. And sometimes I do, sometimes I try to push through and I always regret it. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If this content is helpful and you're looking for more information on how to build a six-figure or multi-six-figure business while staying calm and grounded, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter at the link in the show notes. Each week, I'll share the tips and strategies I use to support my clients with their marketing and mindset as they create and build their thriving service-based businesses. You'll also be the first to hear about how you can work with me as you launch and grow your own business. So sign up now. In theory, it's so simple, right? 
step back and just take a few moments. But I feel like we feel so much pressure to always be working and that if we're not, we're being lazy when in fact that sort of work is going to just really ignite those ideas and help us to do much better work. Yeah. And also I feel like we sometimes have to slow down in order for us to get to where we want at a faster, it's like, what's that saying? It's like, you have to slow down in order to get to that place faster. Right. right? And sometimes we try to push through like what you just mentioned, where you want to push through, like you just want to do this, you want to write this piece or record a podcast episode. And if you're not in that vibe, it's going to take you much longer to get there if you just took a moment mm-hmm. to step back and then revisit it with like fresh new lenses, new fresh right. eyes or whatever that expression is. It's going to get you to that place where you want faster, but even though you slow down a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned regulating your nervous system. Can you define what that is? I think I hear that term a lot, regulated nervous system, but I'm not sure if everyone really knows what that means, can you talk a little bit about what it means and why it's important? Yeah. So with your nervous system, there's all these technical terms, which I'm not going to bore you with, but it really has to do with your approach with when you're regulated, right? You feel calm, right? You don't feel agitated. You don't feel your blood pressure, go through the roof. Like there's these sensations that you feel when you feel triggered, right? And you know what those are. Like when you're feeling stressed where you're trying to push through something or your baby isn't sleeping, you're feeling super anxious, whatever that is, your nervous system, your vagus system, right? It's like your fight or flight component, right? Gets shoot it through the roof, right? It starts to elevate where your body starts to shut down because you're being reactive. When you incorporate breath work, like I mentioned, it helps regulate that where it's like that neutral position. I don't have like all the technical terms, but I'm happy to share more information about that. But your body goes into the shutdown mode when you're not working from your optimal place, right? Mm -hmm. You're more reactive sometimes you kind of black out, right? Like you just do things very robotic because your body is trying to survive. It's in survival mode. And we all know what those triggers are. Each one of us has a different experience with whatever triggers us. But with the nervous system, when you bring breath work or anything that can help you regulate, like exercise helps you regulate your nervous system, meditation, Reiki, even massages, whatever brings you joy, that is obviously going to help bring you to more of a regulated nervous system. Right. And like you said about creativity earlier, when you're in that fight or flight mode, you like can't be creative. Right. You get that writer's block. Right. Exactly. So when you did the breathwork session with me, it was around an hour, I believe. And so I think it was like 40 minutes of active breathing. And I just remember it felt like, I don't really know how to describe it, but my body kind of felt like it was buzzing in a good way. But it also, like, I definitely didn't fall asleep, but I did feel like I kind of went into a trance where (laughs) for the first few minutes, like, I was like, okay, I am here and I'm very present. And then the time just kind of like flew and disappeared and all of a sudden it was done. So, you know, 40 minutes or more, right, is maybe not 
doable for everyone. So if somebody is very new to breathwork, what do you recommend in terms of how they get started? Like what the breaths are? Can you share any recommendations on that? Yeah, I think for someone who's new, or even if they're seasoned breathwork, they love breathwork, I think just bringing awareness, like taking a pause in our day. So maybe putting it on your phone as a little timer for like even two minutes, five minutes if you can, and just notice how your inhales land on your body, how your exhales leave, like what are the sensations that you're feeling in your body, right? Because your body communicates through sensations and emotions and just bringing awareness to your breath. That's like, I think one of the biggest takeaways that you don't necessarily have to practice doing these meditative sessions, like how you experienced it, Laura, but just bringing awareness, that mindfulness practice. And it is very important that we take a moment to pause and not be on our phone or scroll through Instagram or check our emails, like literally be with ourselves. And I know that can be very uncomfortable for people, But even as a task of, let's say, washing your dishes, where you feel your feet grounded on the floor, you actually notice how the water feels on your hands, how the soap creates that foamy, like just that physical touch, that awareness, right? As you're going through these tasks. And when you do that, bringing awareness to your breath, like how am I breathing when I'm washing the dishes or whatever activity that you're doing? And it could be for five minutes. It doesn't have to be long for you to experience the benefits of it. That's why I love breath work. Like if I'm feeling in a state of anxiousness or stress, like I literally pause. That's the best thing I can do. And just take maybe a minute or two to just breathe and bring awareness to my breath. So for anyone who's new to breath work, I think that's the number one thing that you can do is just notice how you're breathing, breath awareness. Yeah. And I think that is great that it can be impactful with just a few minutes, because I think sometimes with a meditation practice or with a variety of wellness practices, you hear about people who are like, oh, I meditate for 30 minutes or like, you know, I've heard people who meditate for like two hours a day. And I think for someone just starting out, that seems so intimidating. But I mean, even to someone who does it regularly, that seems pretty intimidating. But just being able to set aside a couple minutes a day and work your way up feels much more doable and realistic. So yeah, and you can incorporate that with anything like just as you carve out time to drink your coffee or you have a doctor's appointment, like put that on your calendar and treat it like an appointment. Like, okay, I'm going to take two minutes. Doesn't have to be much. Two minutes just to notice what's happening and what's present in this moment can be really, really, really helpful and also transformational too. Because I think we're always on the go. (laughs) Sometimes Mm -hmm. like we're like, are we even breathing? Is my heart beating? We forget that. And so For us to take that moment out is really, it's creating more of a mindfulness practice. And I feel like that's what we kind of all need in this world that we live in is more mindfulness. Yeah. I think treating it like an appointment is good because I sometimes like I'll have my to-do list and I will check off all the things for other people first, like for clients. And it's the stuff for myself that can sometimes fall by the wayside because I'm like, well, I don't have a due date. I don't have to get it to myself by this time. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. And so I think committing to it the way you would any other appointment is a big part of 
incorporating it into the routine. And then once you get used to it, you can kind of do it as you're walking the dogs or running errands or whatever it is that you're doing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be its own thing. It can be exactly. part, of, part of another activity. Exactly. And even so with the session that you did, it's a meditative session. So it's more of like that trance mm-hmm. that you experience. And that's such a beautiful thing that you were able to allow yourself to go there. But I offer like even integrative sessions that are shorter. And the whole intention and purpose of the integrative session is for you to integrate breath work within your day to day. Like you said, when you're walking the dogs or going out for a walk or washing the dishes, folding clothes, whatever that is, like you are able to just notice. It's so simple, but yet sometimes so hard to do. That's a good point. Like if you go on a yoga retreat or some sort of trip or wellness retreat, it's amazing. And then you get back and it's you kind of do this 180. And not that you lose everything, but it's just night and day, the situation. So having something more integrative that is like, oh, right, I can incorporate this into my every day rather than having this experience once a year is a big one. Yeah, 100% agree with you on that. Well, thank you so much. This has been lovely. If someone is interested in doing a session with you, which I highly recommend, or following you, working with you, how can they find you? Yeah, so there's two ways that you can reach out to me. I'm very active on Instagram, and you can find me at Luminous by Lucia or my website, which is luminousbylucia.com. For all those who are new to breath work or maybe seasoned and want to incorporate this practice within their day, I do have a five minute breather that you guys can download and just take out five minutes to bring some breath awareness and really bring in a conscious breathing pattern to help kind of shift your energy, maybe even your mood and hopefully feel better after five minutes. So I know Laura is going to include that in the show notes, but I'd love for you to check it out, experience breath work for yourself and see how it can completely change your life. Yes, that will be in the show notes and I will be downloading it myself. (laughs) So thank you again. It was so great talking to you. Thanks, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Calm the Hell Down. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review now. To stay up to date and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Laura S. Maurer. And if you're interested in working together, send me an email at laura at lauramauer.com to learn how I can help you elevate your existing digital strategy or launch and build your service-based business.